and gentlemen, what's going on? Another week, another day of quarantine, another week without soccer. What are we going to talk about? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we grasp our straws. Every week this shit go on, but we grasp it. (laughs) We gonna start talking about Rocket League soon. Hey man, how's it? How's your guys' week going since we last convened? Oh man, it's been super hectic. I'm gonna get into it in the in the in the two up and two down. But you know, that's shit. This whole week's been. I I just realized we're supposed to do Q and A's. I didn't get any questions. This whole week's been been shot. What y'all been up to, man? Man, been grinding, been grinding, trying to you know keep our organization alive. Just uh, last week we started up a whole new at home skills and uh, homework assignments for the kids involved, and we got about eighty kids involved uh, as far as the second week. Kids are doing soccer skills and some written assignments based upon their community, diversity, inclusion, leadership, commitment, and so it's been a lot of good feedback from the parents. You know, the parents have been saying, you know. We're just glad that you're keeping our kids engaged. And so we're having our coaches connect with the kids. So it's been all positive, you know. I mean, these kids are bored as hell at home. You know, other than, you know, some of them doing their homework assignments, they still get connected with their coaches. So it's been great these last two weeks working on this project. Um, it was a project that we got handed down by D.C. Scores. D.C. Shout out to D.C. Scores. Um, they let us borrow the curriculum, so. It's been it's been a hell of a, a journey these last two weeks working on this program, but you know at the end of the day we try to focus on making sure the kids are safe, making sure they're still interested and connected with the team. Um, so it's been good. It's been good. Shit, um, what about to say? Because uh, I uh, didn't uh, soccer trees have get a little have a little deal announced um, during the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, last week, uh, Elaine and I did a media release about, uh, some, uh, financial donation they did to help pay for, you know, staff and some coaches, uh, that's during this tough time. That's good. Yeah. That's good that Atlanta United support local soccer. Rashad, what you been up to, man? Oh, it was like a conference call at work, man. You on, you on mute, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing that. Uh, you know, I've just been working, <laughs> been working on uh, something that we've all been looking forward to, and that is our future FTC kits. So it's been a lot of back and forth with um, Clubhouse with uh, Clubhouse Athletics, and just working on a lot of the logistics to get that launched very soon. So. Information and details will be on that very, very soon, but it's looking positive. Uh, it's coming, it's coming quicker than you know it. So, um, that's what I've been, that's part of what I've been working on, but, uh, all positive, all good. Awesome, man. TK, what about you, man? Man, for me, I have, uh, just been laying low, getting, uh, things prepped. I got 10 weeks, so we're doing the, the countdown now. Got an official countdown going, 10 weeks on the baby count. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, checking off my list, uh, a couple of things I need to take care of as far as cleaning up around the back porch. And, uh, but I think we're good, man. Honestly, got a registry coming in. Had to just make the unfortunate call to cancel the shower. But uh, we will reconvene when there are better and more appropriate times. And, uh, yeah, like I said, just kind of just been laying low, waiting on uh, the babe to come through in 10 more weeks. So, like so. That's what's up, man. You've got to do what the rest of the world is doing, do a Zoom baby shower or a Zoom wedding. You guys been invited to any Zoom parties this week, couple weeks? Oh, it just reminds me. Someone just... I was supposed to be on a Zoom birthday party call right now. I just remember that. Literally in the digital era, people still flake on your parties, man. That shit gotta hurt. Like somebody don't come to the digital party, that shit gotta hurt like a motherfucker. I'll take you the wrong way, man. <laughs> yeah, my my dad, he just had his fifty-fifth uh birthday today. And uh, he did a little Zoom party, so we got on there and, and took shots. Oh, 
Hey, I, I know, man. It was it was low key. You know, it was just family. You know, we kept it a little low key. You know, I got. We was family, bro. Happy birthday to your pops. But yeah, man, the Zoom. The, like I said, the whole Zoom party culture thing. It's crazy, man, how like how just people just want to be connected. That's dope though, man. I I gotta I gotta kind of reiterate or follow up on something. So TK, it's good to see that we actually have a countdown for, you know, something positive. Because on this show, we've had a counter of how many days since, you know, the N-word was yelled. And just recently, even though there's no sports going on. The N word is being used in e games or whatever with the uh, what's his name Kyle, oh, what's his name Kyle yeah. Larson, yeah. Larson, yes. Kyle Larson dropping the N word in the middle of them playing the uh, NASCAR thing, man. It's like yeah, he's when was NASCAR ever pure? <laughs> right. Uh, I was gonna say, is NASCAR even uh, like it's encouraged, ain't it? <laughs> Come on. Dude. <laughs> and it's funny because they've been doing um, lots of, of training uh, with with uh, with the, their drivers and and um, people inside trying to open up the mindset of the sport, but also have been trying to attract, you know, beyond their core fan base. And right. this is like a big setback, <laughs> like yeah. one of your young stars of the sport. Drops the end bomb and he's like, "Oh, I didn't know I did it." But so, like, was he, he did or he did it? Like, why are you even saying like, in his first place? See, I, don't, I don't follow NASCAR. Like, I don't care to. Like, was he like rapping? Like rapping a, a song? Oh, oh, oh just, no. just God damn it! I stubbed my nigger toe or something. <laughs> <laughs> if I like, I saw like the video. Like, they were just. Um, I mean, there's just i racing. Like, they're just uh, you know some. Some amateur guys, some guys that do it, probably professional uh, iRacing drivers. And then he's a professional NASCAR driver, so he's in the room. And he's probably probably got mad at one of the guys' uh, driving style and was going back and forth with somebody, and he dropped it. But maybe he thought he turned his mic off, and everyone told him, like, hey, Kyle, we heard that. Your mic's on. And he's just... <laughs> Can't take it back. You know, you can't take it back. <laughs> Is his seat now vacant? Whenever NASCAR does come back, say it again. Is his seat now vacant? Oh yeah, as of this morning, they dropped his ass. His, it's wrapped. Yeah, okay. I think that's what I heard. He lost. He got suspended, and like indefinitely, I think. Um, yeah, he's he's. It's gonna be. A, He's gonna be doing those uh, them little dirt doom dot uh, buggy races now. <laughs> We're doing circle tracks. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because I, I brought it up to I was talking to uh, Jack last night. Shout out to Jack. Well, Jack. With, uh, with no. one of our other homeboys yeah. talking about it, and he was telling me like he has another group uh, on like Instagram that he's a part of, and it's a it's a very diverse NASCAR group. And this was a topic of discussion that came up. And uh, other people who are from other ethnicities were chiming in on it, and they were making light of it, saying, like, well, it's not that big of a deal. He was probably joking. What if he was 10% black? Can he use the word? They're trying to, like, justify him in saying it, and they're, and they're like, no, there's no place for that. And um, everyone else was just trying to make it like it wasn't that big of a deal, but... No, it's a big deal. Like, if it wasn't that big of a deal, he wouldn't have been dropped today from yeah. everything, pretty much. Like, it's a big deal. 10%. Like, yes. Yeah, like, no, 10%, yes. <laughs> I said 10% isn't enough. Uh, I was going to say, what percentage? Yeah, I was going to say, what, what is the threshold? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of mixed race so rappers out here. 10% isn't enough. But I'm not going to go on record and tell you a percentage because you guys are going to hold it to me from now on. Uh, and I'm not going to be that word of authority as far as what you percentage. Do your 
You can follow you me. You get your nigga card. He's like, he like, yes, I can say it. He come on a certificate. <laughs> I made the cutoff. If sports were not going on right now, and if it was just regular life and that slipped up, would it have been as big of an issue as it is with their no, you know, with there not being any sports right now? Yes. Yes, it you would. You think it still would have been suspended indefinitely and and kicked off the team yeah. and everything instead of being like penalized or something like that oh, because yeah. there's no really no distractions right now so that was big news oh he definitely would get when it got fired like that that there's no excuse in that whether shit's going on or not now granted I'm a I'm slightly surprised that NASCAR added so quickly I do think that had everything just been going on as normal it might have it might have taken a little bit longer for Kyle Larson to lose his job, but I think either way, he still lost his job. So it's just a matter of does it happen in one day or three days? So it- yeah. See, Rashad, you got to think about it. NASCAR has been trying to figure out how to get a, a younger audience, right? right? So with the e-sports and the e-racing shit like that, that's their way in. They're like, oh, shit, like the Gen Z's. They in the, the 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 generation alphas, they all play video games and stuff like that. So this is how we get in there. And then so now it's like, oh shoot, they're all woke. They understand, like I'm not supposed to say the N-word. So now this we have a young guy saying it. Like if he was an old guy, they'd be like, Oh, you know, let boys be boys. But like he's a young guy saying it, it's like, Yeah, man, we gotta we gotta go ahead and make an example. And, so, and that is and that is looks so bad on them because all this considered, like NASCAR probably had like one of the one of the few f- formats, at least that I think, that translated well as far as entertainment with uh, with their e racing leagues. And I was like, yeah, you just kind of just fucked that all up, just like that. All the all the good momentum that that you probably were building with that, all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, we 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 got to watch what uh, what our guys say on 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 these chat lines and online and messing messing the whole game up for us. Yeah, well, that's crazy. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Nope. Um, I, I have been looking at that, uh, at, uh, like, Garber came out uh, a couple days back. Well, actually, no, it was, uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, day, uh, talking about basically, though, we still have enough time to, to complete the whole season, but we are getting to the point where, one, it probably won't, there probably won't be any fans um, coming to games if they do, and uh, it's going to get harder to play a whole season. If so, uh, I think they're kind of like getting to the point where if if we're going to keep our keep our current calendar as is, yeah, they might not be able to, to keep these on games much much longer. Uh, but they have been exploring different types of ideas as far as uh, like like different types of tournaments. Uh, different types of basically ch- trying to figure out how do we keep people engaged during this. Cause I, that's the thing that, that I don't think a lot of people are really thinking about is that once everything at least gets to the point where teams can start, all these sports can start playing again, whether it's football, baseball, uh, soccer, whatever, there's going to be a whole lot of, lot of, a lot of competition for eyes at that point. So you really got to figure out, kind of go outside the box as far as how do I go about keeping eyes on this product while everybody else is trying to, um, you know, get eyes on their products too. So I think, uh, especially in MLS's case, they're going to have to figure out some type of way other than just playing their games to uh, keep everybody involved and shit. I think the benefit uh, MLS has is that most of the games are behind the paywall. So they don't have the, like, NFL, NBA. Well, no, NBA is behind the paywall this season. But, like, NFL, it's like most of their content has to be on cable. It has to be on TV to see. So, honestly, I think, like, NBA and, like, MLS could be okay because you could just have these games running. And then, like, whoever wants to tune in is going to tune in. You're still making your obligations to all of your sponsors and shit like that. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, don't, I don't know how they can have a full season. 
Honestly, it should just be a wash. Go ahead and wash the season, start back over, or do something in the fall and kind of do a condensed season in the fall like uh, NASL used to do. I I, I, I can go ahead, I can agree with that. I, I I personally have been on record saying that I think they should watch the season, but if they do decide to make it happen, which I feel Garber is the type of person that's not going to let money sit on the table, it's going to get whatever you, whatever you can get. If that's the case, based on the the um, period of time the season would generally go anyway. Um, there is a possibility that maybe if they were to set a certain schedule by the time playoff time uh, got here, maybe the climate would have changed and we're able to go back and attend games by that time. Maybe the uh, the playoffs is where they're going to make their money, being able to bring people back into the matches if they're able to resume play um, at some point in time. Just looking at what where the schedule would have ended had we not gone into this period, this pandemic, I think they would probably open the playoffs back up and have fans then. Hmm. That'd be an interesting approach. I think um, that, um, like, I, and like, I've, of course, I got a, got at this a few weeks back. Um, I think that at some point they're going to have to consider one. They're going to have to at least have encounter some type of pushing the end of the season further back because I don't think that trying to still end the season, at least a regular season in October, I don't think it really serves anyone much good at all, especially if you're trying to compress. It's already compressed to begin with uh, going from late, early, late, yeah, late February to early February and now you're saying, okay, let's even at best, you're talking about maybe June to October. Like that's just at some point you're gonna say, if nothing else, we're gonna cut off probably like ten games and or maybe or at least five games and and make it work that way. But I think even then, it would be better served for them to conserve the health of their players to push that. Uh, the end date further back, probably to the end of October, if not early part of November. And that way you allow players to, you know, at least rest. Because, you know, if you're trying to, you know, have some bit of a coherent looking season, you got to allow players to have some type of rest. Because e- even though they're resting now, technically, like trying to play a game like every two, three days, that doesn't serve the quality of the league that, that well either. And they have to figure out some type of middle ground as far as, you know, trying to get a season in and still allowing players to rest. And if you don't allow these player, players to rest, you're going to have more injuries, more um, players that are out that at the wrong time as far as, like, when you want featured games on TV, things like that. And, again, you're going to be fighting for for eyes when everything starts back up. And if you don't have your, your main guys available because they've been playing so damn hard, that's only going to hurt the TV ratings too. So it's, it's going to be very tricky as far as how they go about this. So that way they keep everybody involved and of course at the same time, keep players healthy. So that, that's, that's going to be a, a, a real thing to watch out for. Yeah. You guys saw Bernie Sanders dropped out of the uh, presidential race? Man, uh, <laughs> I'm feeling the burn no more. Uh, burn's over, man. Burn's done. Burn's over. What? Of course, <laughs> like the candidate he should have, he's backing uh, Biden, so... We'll, we'll see how that how well that works. We'll see how that goes. Okay. We'll I mean, Obama has been backing as well today. Yeah, I saw Barack. Barack came in. I mean, yeah, he played that wouldn't have, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't have that any other way, right? Played <laughs> that same as hell, though. <laughs> well, you know, they're they're very good friends. They've developed a, a strong friendship bond over the last eight years of their presidency. Yeah. Speaking, of Sanders, speaking of Sanders, 
I got to talk about the whole Deion Sanders and Todd Gurley thing as far as so respect was number. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up, back up, back, back up, Tony. What y'all think about the new uniforms? Didn't we talk about that last episode? No. New Jersey. We did not. We did not. The football New Jersey. Oh, 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 oh. oh man! Oh, yeah. Actually, actually, that might be the official for culture jersey right there. You know what I'm saying? The- that's, why wore, right. that's why I wore this uh, red and black for the culture Atlanta shirt today. There you go. There you go. You know yeah. Where can you? Hold on. And, and by the way, the tie. While you while we answer this question, go ahead, keep on, go ahead, go ahead. Fire, more fire, blow, 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 blaze it up, blaze it up. Oh, look at the fire! The jersey, child. So the jersey. So um, first off, that twenty one comment. It's kind of crazy. I think they're just trying to grab headlines, but Gurley isn't like the only one to wear it. Uh. Trufant, Desmond Trufant actually just recently left the team and relinquished the number. Before that, there's been various players that have had the number. Uh, the Falcons are a team that don't re- uh, they don't retire numbers. Yeah, they I just honor players. That. I just realized that like that's yeah. that's kind of wild. Like I didn't realize that they just don't re- um, retire numbers. Like, numbers, but like they honor players in their mm-hmm. ring of honor. Did, so, Dion, did Dion bring a Super Bowl to the Falcons? <laughs> no. But so what the fuck are you talking about? Yo, yo, like sit his old ass down and stop hating. Fuck it. Let girly cook, man. Period. Wait, it had me think about like, you know, that's you talk about American sports sports culture compared to like the game of soccer just like it's understood that like you know Messi's wearing 10 he's not the only you know dude at Barcelona's wearing 10 all the greats where it's like it's you don't have that thing of where you're not gonna wear a number if anything it's like you know who is going to step up to that number for instance you know number seven at Manchester United you know that's uh, a number that now is almost cursed but it used to be the thing that, like, yo, I won't wear that seven. Now nobody's really, like, looking up to it because, you know, the Beckhams and the Ronaldos and Cantonas beforehand. But um, it, it's just interesting how that dynamic compared to American sports, like, you know, it was expected that teams, if you have a baller-ass player, that baller-ass player gets your jersey retired and never get touched for. It's like that unwritten rule of, like, yeah, you don't wear, you know, 21, like, in Atlanta. I mean, it's just—it's funny how that dynamic culture. But what I'm just realizing is that most people who have worn 21 in Atlanta have been people that have played Dion's position. I can't remember a running back wearing 21. So this is going to be interesting. That Gurley's coming in, you know, back to your home state. Everybody loves you. You went to college here. You was the man. And you're coming back to a, a fan base that's starving for um, they're starving for achievement. They want to win, like we want to win. And you give us a better chance of trying to do something. And people are very optimistic about that. And then you grab an iconic number such as 21. You're just raising the bar higher. Like you, you're you're giving yourself. An expectation to achieve. That's the way I see it. I think he wants to come in and do great things. He put 21 on because of the status that it has amongst the fan base. And I think he just wants to live up to greatness. Like you can't deny like in like Deion Sanders as a whole, like his career, his career is great. Like he didn't win in Atlanta. Like we don't have much to speak for, but you know, he went to Dallas. He went to San Francisco. He's done great things in his career. So I think it's a it's a great um, a great like I don't know something just to grab onto like hey like I'm putting my foot in the ground I'm coming to do shit you know so I'm with it I'm for it but to answer your question uh, Gregor you asked me about the jersey do I like it hell yeah I like it like I I I, I, I mean I so we talked about different like nuances of it so they have. Uh, like four different designs. There's three new designs. There's uh, uh, all white 
there's all black design. Uh, and then there's this gradient red to black design that no one in the league has. And it has like a stripe down the side, um, matte black helmet with the chrome face mask. Pretty cool features to me. Only thing I don't agree with is the big fat ass ATL across the chest. I wish it was a little smaller or maybe put ATL on like the, the, the red gradient jersey and then maybe Falcons on the other ones. But otherwise, I like it. I saw them um, like it's different seeing it like when it's released on like marketing stuff versus like on the website. It looks different. Like when it's now that it's on like consumer templates, it looks like it'll age well. I'm tired of like the XFL jokes and all the the arena league jokes, but I think it's gonna uh, I think it's gonna age well as we see potentially what the other teams are going to look like, you know, Cleveland's and whatever. So that's, that's my take. I just want them to actually win something. I, I could care what the jersey looks like. It could be peak and, you know. Post show on that one. I, Bro, I, I just, I just want something. Have you seen? Have, have you not seen the NFC South? They ain't gonna win nothing. Let's not play. Hey man, hey man, it's a toss up. It's so good, it's a toss up. <laughs> hey man, just because Tom Terrific is in the South, hey, he can still get got. All right, put it that way. He can still get got. Like he, who did he play? He played Miami, Buffalo, and who else was in their division? Uh, Miami, Buffalo. Uh, oh, time out, time out, time out. Like, who did he play? Half the year every year. Who did he play? Nobody. You're right. East, they didn't play anybody until they got to the playoffs. You're right. So now you're in the South. You're going against New Orleans, who got yeah. that dog in them. You're yeah. going against Carolina, who has a nice defense. Yeah. You're going against Atlanta, who ain't no hoe. We don't, we're not scrubs. And you're going against them six times a year, and now we're playing. And now our division's playing like Kansas City. We're playing uh, um, Green Bay. It's not going to be. It's not a cakewalk season. Tom is going to get his ass ate if that line doesn't protect. Him. I was talking about Drew Brees. I won't even talk about Tom Brady, bro. I mean, I'll just say it, man. I just put it in there. But Drew Brees. Hey, uh, Drew Brees. What about him? Yeah, I think he's got. I think he'll have a good year. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm not gonna. I'm not a hater. He's gonna have a good year. Tom Brady's gonna have a good year, but I'm not gonna say he's just gonna be amazing. You know. Where does Winston go? Where does Cam go? Yeah, Cam. That's that's what's crazy. Cam's gonna go to New York. He's gonna go to the Jets or the Giants. <sighs> really? Cam will go there. Even after the Roni? Listen, he'll go there. Uh, Jameis Winston is going to go to Canadian League. Wow. Wow. Listen, man, I don't like talking about football, man, but I know some things, man. And we'll be back after this ad. Hey, it's Robbie Earl at the Miami Fan Fest. This is a big shout-out to the Culture Podcast and all the black coaches out there. Continue to do the work, continue to spread the message, continue to grow the game. We all have a responsibility. Big up to everybody. All right, and we are back. <laughs> but, uh, but no. JR. James might have, to, might have to end up in Canada. I don't know, because... You know, he first he was talking about, you know, like he was thanking himself for bringing Tom Brady to Tampa Bay to replace him. I'm like this, like whatever positive attitude that he has to justify all this. I want some of that right now because I'm like just to have that type of outlook where this is complete bullshit is absolutely amazing. Hey, he could come to the cookout for that one. I'm with it. (laughs) I guess so. I wonder Yo. what this. He's doing all right. <laughs> Bring me a cup of that spirit, man. I'm with it. <laughs> I actually think he may be like a mid-season holdout. Like, 
based on the landscape of uh, starters. Like if one of the starters goes down and the team's not confident in their backup, I think he may get a call. So he's a wild card for anybody, in my opinion. I like it. But um, one, one part that, uh, I, of course, I, I think I've been asking every week nowadays is like, what have you been watching instead of soccer with, uh, with this shutdown going on? Ooh, let me jump in. Tony caught the uh, the whole Ozark this uh, this season, so I got got to the end. He's right, folks. Uh, little twist at the end there. So, if you're, <laughs> if you're into like, the oh, okay. If you're into the Zark, man, check it out. That also started Sunderland till I die. Um, oh yeah, season two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I, like, I like season two better than one. I guess because season two was more corporate, like more corporate. There was like a lot of like corporate shit going on behind it. Like when uh when the new when the new uh chief operating officer fired the marketing manager because like she just wouldn't fucking do her job. And I was like, man, I know that feeling, bro. I know that shit. So I was like, I get it. So Sutherland till I die season two is really good. I like docudramas, so I was watching Roman Empire and just finished that, and now I'm going to uh, finish up West, getting caught up to Westworld. I'm a I'm a Westworld freak, so like one show that I'm really into. I don't know why. It's a show called Kingdom. It's on uh, Netflix. It's like Japan. It's like feudal Japan with zombies. Like, the shit is nuts. <laughs> like, shit is crazy. I'm just watching it. Yeah, it's like, um, so there's only two seasons. Like, the first season only has six episodes. I think the second season only has six episodes. I think in Asia, they don't really do the ten thing that we do here. Um, but it's a I, honestly I think it's a really good show. I've been watching it. I'm halfway through the second season, and then uh, my girl Issa came back on a Sunday, so of course you got to watch Insecure. Molly Trip, Molly Trip, Molly tripping. and my boy Lawrence is winning, man. My boy Lawrence <laughs> okay. up in the world, man. Always look at these guys. They're, they're looking like, what are y'all talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I, I, I can raise you on that, man. There was some great cameos in Westworld this season. Did you hear about who's, who cameos this year? No. Uh, you got Marshawn Lynch in there. What? You got a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Marshawn. Hey, it's the last season, what? right? <laughs> Marshawn, man, I'm sleeping on Westworld. I'm behind. I'm so behind. I'm Dude, man, well, what? Trying- What's the name? Uh, writer of um, Queen and Slim. Uh, Lena, um, well, Lena yeah, White. Lena, yeah, Lena, yeah. yeah. Her, her and uh, Marshawn played as like uh, tag team. Nah, they played as like tag team uh, like gangsters, basically, if you will. Um, oh, shit. And, yo, what's cool about Marshawn's character, he has his shirt and has like all the different emotions on them. And whatever emotions he's feeling at that time, it lights up. And so, like, one time he's about to kick somebody's ass. Of course, that angry is lit up or whatever. I was like, yo, I got to get that type of shirt, yo. Let everybody know how I'm feeling. Like, back the hell off. He said, both the mood ring. Dang, big mood ring shirt, basically. And then you also had uh, the two writers from uh, Game of Thrones. They make a little cameo in the dragon from Game of Thrones is on there. And they even make a joke saying, like, well, what should we do with it? Hey, maybe we should just chop it up and send it to a park uh, down in Costa Rica, which is no actually park. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, I just can't get into Westworld, man. I try. It's it's just so slow, dude. It's, trust me, I gotta go on YouTube and watch all these like different <laughs> <break> explanations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I ain't even going to try to play off like I know everything going on while I'm watching. It's slow. That's it, Mark, man. I don't uh, know. But, uh, the, of course, I'm still working on The Wire. I'm, I'm up on season four. And while I've been on HBO, 
Um, this stuff actually ties in, I know, with, uh, of course, uh, Rashad and Ringo and uh, Tony being such deep Atlanta heads. I've been watching, um, HBO has a documentary on the Atlanta child murders, and I've been getting in the deck. I think they're like two episodes in so far. Yo, of course, for me, I'm, I, I didn't grow up down here, so I, like, I, I barely really, uh, really knew about what, all that stuff. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like, that shit's fucking nuts. And I, I can only imagine, like, how big that was down, down here. Cause it seems like it just basically a lot of what happened there apparently caused for better or for worse the Atlanta we got today. Wayne Williams. Here, here's here's the connection to that. For that reason, that's a huge reason why I got into soccer. No lie, because my parents were both working all the time and everything, and so they wanted both me and my brother to play after school stuff. And so they were like, we're not going to have our kids on attendance. So they were like, we're going to make sure that, you know, young black men, they got to be, well, not young black men at that time. I was a young black kid. Um, but to make sure we're always doing something with adults around type of thing. Um, and that's actually part of the reason why I started playing soccer. My parents made sure to have us always in after school activities for that whole reason because of that child murders. Um, yeah, it's, I got to watch that because there's a lot of connections that, you know, indirect connections I have to it with my family and my parents and psychologists and being involved in it as well, too. But, um, yeah, I got to stick that out. It's definitely a good watch. Like, I, I thought it was just, like, one big um, special, but apparently, like, it's, like it's going to be, like, a weekly episodes and shit. Like, I, I don't know, like, how many episodes uh, they have, but... Yeah, like just the first two they did alone. I was like, for someone who didn't know, you know, all the details about that, and of course, just how, how the rippling effects of that going on forty years later—that's just wild. That's just completely wild. But um, wow, did, did we did we get yours, um, TK? and then uh, I'm watching Ozark. But uh, another one I'm watching is um, Fast Cars, I think. Uh, fast, some shit like that. Fast Cars. I don't know. It's out in like Vegas or some shit. Uh, it's just like a, basically they swap and trade uh, old muscle cars of varying kinds. So I'm into. I'm a petrol head. So maybe that's that thing. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take a quick break and pay a bill. Man, what's going on, culture? I want to go ahead and jump in the middle of this conversation and bring to you a new sponsor that we have for the culture. Doing something for the ladies. You know, we've been stuck in the house due to the coronavirus. The brand Bikini Grand has decided to sponsor the podcast. They love what we're doing. They want to offer something special for the ladies out there. On BikiniGrand.com, check it out, BikiniGrand.com. It's a swimsuit boutique. They're offering unique swimsuits, designs, accessories for that summertime poolside vibe. For listeners today to this podcast, we're offering 30% off on your cart if you use offer code FTCUTD. So ladies, I know you cooped in a house, legs probably hairy, you know what I'm saying? Nails looking crazy. So as soon as this get over, I mean, why not have a bikini that's ready for you to show out at the pool party? Why not have something for the beach? So check out bikinigrand.com. Once again, use offer code FTCUTD to save 30% off on your purchase. Let's get back to the show. Suns for apparently being good for video games, but not basketball. But you know, it's my team. You know, we'll, we'll take what we can get. 
priorities are all messed up. They pop- Ringo, take yourself off mute, bro. <laughs> My bad. I sneezed and I forgot to come back. Oh, <laughs> that Brody. That's why we've been on hiatus, y'all. I got the Brody. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Two ups, two downs. Let me go ahead and get into it. Rashad, hit it. Hit it, Rashad. Two up and two down it. So let's see. Let me go let me go up. Like I said, I already um, mentioned at the beginning of the, the episode, we got the kits on the way. Um, they are on the way. Details will be released very soon. Um, I, I, I got to commend the team, man. Uh, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So we got the, the black culture kit coming out very soon. Uh, first in order, and then soon to follow, we'll have another kit. If you've been following our socials, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so that social is at FTCUTD. If you haven't heard by now, uh, go on there. You'll see a leak, or you will see leaks of the first kit that will be released, and then so follow will be our Atlanta inspired culture over club kit that will be released. Uh, so that is a big positive. I'll say um, right now, my, my other I, up. It, you'll, you'll see that this week because I, I, I just yeah. got to uh, get everything confirmed. Confirm. Uh, shout out to uh, Clubhouse Athletic uh, out of Chicago. They've been, uh, they'll be the ones uh, uh, helping us out with uh They've produced the jerseys. They've, they're also helping us out with some of our other orders that, um, that we've been, um, trying to take care of the past, uh, few weeks. Uh, we got uh, a lot of, uh, name set orders that, um, that we need to get out. And our local vendor has, uh, like I said, of course, this coronavirus has, has affected a lot of us, you know, both professionally and, and, uh, you know, personally. And, uh, so, uh, Clubhouse is stepping in to uh, help us get those orders um, out as as well. So yeah, definitely shout out to Adam with uh, Clubhouse, and uh, yeah, we. Uh, I said uh, you'll see that this week. No more delays. This is definitely happened this week. You'll definitely see the culture black jersey this week. The Atlanta jersey we got me a couple tweaks on that, but yeah, that won't won't be too far behind on that one. But uh, yeah, what else you got, Rashad? I say uh, my other up, I just want to take the time to commend all the servicemen and service women that are out there on the front lines doing their due to keep us safe. I know we have our, our military and they're doing their thing, but all of these people who are essential workers are just as important as our military. And I just want to commend them right now because they're putting their lives on the line. One of them is my mother and my brother. Uh, they're both essential and my mother works in the healthcare facility. And so she's exposed and she's around and she's endangering herself around keeping other people, you know, just trying to make sure that other people are safe. Um, so I just want to commend all the servicemen and servicewomen that are on the front line every day. As we stay home and stay safe, um, you guys are doing Keep your household afloat, keep your health up. Um, so that's, that's, that would be my other up, my, my down or, or two down. I just want to, um, I don't necessarily want to stay with two down, but I kind of want to flip a negative into a positive. Um, right now, you know, there's a second wave of people that are probably going to be without soon. Um, a lot of careers, a lot of uh, industries that we thought were going to stay afloat. And, um, for the people who are, um, who, who, are not where they were, uh, people who are probably on that road um, or people who don't see the, the end. I just want to say that, you know, this will pass and that we will we're sticking together as a race and we're, we're coming together as people and we're, we're, we're marching together, you know, no matter where you are. So I think uh, I just want to just keep that positive message out there that this too shall pass. No matter what your situation is, we will get to the uh-huh. other side together and hopefully we can share a beer again in the stands somewhere at some yeah. match, whatever you enjoy. So that's just what I want to say. Hey, man. What you got, Ringo? 
Uh, my I'll start with my downs and I'll end a little positive. So my first down is uh for uh all these these uh these Bernie supporters are about to do it again. Um, seeing online a lot of them are they're not gonna go vote. They're they're not voting for Joe. Some people are voting for Trump again. Some people just ain't gonna turn out again. So you know, it just sucks that you know people are uh, just this just this crazy. They're just like I'll just take four more years of Trump after going four years talking about how much they hate him. I just you know I'm, I'm I used to love politics. I'm getting to the point where I'm just sick of this shit. So uh, I've just been reading that shit online. Just like just just so disappointed at all these people that were so gun ho. And now they're about to just shit the bed. And then the second down is um, for like all the people that are affected by the tornadoes in the southeast, um, ranging from Mississippi all the way over here to Georgia. A lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people lost power, especially right now with a lot of people who lost their jobs because COVID. So we're about to enter hurricane season. And it's like, all right, so if this stuff doesn't clear up, we enter hurricane season and a lot of these essential businesses get closed because of weather. It's going to get real bad. And um, just scary, scary things to think about as a dad, as an American. Um, And my ups, you know, my kind of mentioned it earlier. Um, Like, I'm glad like Insecure is back. Great show. If you haven't checked it out. Um, It really just talks about, especially being like a millennial, just navigating like love life in the workspace in like today's day and age. It's a really good show written by like a young dope woman. So um, it's on HBO. If you ain't got it, yeah, everybody knows somebody with a password, man. So uh, get the password and check the show out. And uh, my second up is shouts out to the king of the north, the true king of the north. I'm talking about Tory Lanez, man. Tory Lanez dropped the album on Friday, uh, New Toronto 3. Like, um, the young man, like, Rumble, young man, Rumble, like, Tory Lanez, like, is really showing, like, what Toronto rap is supposed to be like, and, like, I'm just putting this other top artist on notice, man, you better come up with that heat instead of a shuffle TikTok dance. You better have some heat, man. So, man, if you haven't listened to the true king of the North, Tory Lane's new album, man, just turn this podcast off now. Don't listen to the other ups and downs and go listen to Tory Lane's. <laughs> I think Tory Lane's is about to get even better because he. I think this is the last album in his current deal. Or yep, he about to go so he's about to go crazy. All right, he's about to go crazy. Listen, man, the true king of the north. Man, I miss Game of Thrones. I might start it over. <laughs> you ever be doing the, the Tussie, Tussie Sean slide? Nah, bro. I try to do the Tussie right. slide. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do it. I feel so lame, man. I like, I can't do it, bro. Can't even do it. Man, who's next, man? Let's hear some positivity, brothers. This is our first video podcast. Y'all motherfuckers got to get live. Who's next? Coach. What up, fam? Here we go. Nope. Usually I'm a negative guy. Usually I got all the downs and hardly any positives. This is true. I'm only going one down and two ups. So I'm going to start with the down. Um, just like what everybody's basically saying, COVID is getting closer into uh, our circles. Uh, it's now starting to impact my family. My cousin, he is a frontline worker. He's a doctor up in Chicago. Um, and, and he's 60 years old, uh, so he uh, actually has COVID right now. Um, it's He's doing well. He'll, he'll be fine. I think he's going to be all right. Um, but it's like one of those things now is like so far it's been one of those things where you it feels like other people's stories now it's starting. And this is inevitable for almost everybody. Um, everybody's going to be impacted by this. Uh, and no one's going to know someone or going to experience it somehow themselves. So it's creeping into my circle now. Uh, so that's my down. But, you know, just like the same thing that, you know, uh, um, Rashad was saying as far as, like, you know, shouts out to all the frontline workers. Like, they don't get enough love. Never, never, we can never say thank you enough. No matter how much we say it and, and put signs up and commercials, and it will still never be enough. But we still want to recognize and acknowledge everybody who's on the front line. 
who was working at the Publix, who was working at the liquor store, who was working at the gas station, who was working at the BJ's. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shouts out. More. You know, our garbage people still collecting the trash because, you know, we at home just chilling. And way more trash than ever before. So, shout out to everybody who's still putting in work during these tough times. Now to the ups. Um, I got to shout out one of our local restaurants, Oz Pizza. Oz Pizza in the East Point location, they are partnering with us at Saga Streets, and they're giving uh, some actual pizzas to some of the uh, kids in our program. So about 50 kid, fifty families each week uh, providing pizzas. And so I got to give a major shout out to them. They've been a great partner. They're their pizza chain is literally right next to our field. So they've stepped up. The owner, Chris Wiley. Rico delivering pizzas, doing his thing for us and everything. So shouts out to him. That's a positive. I gotta give our brother Ringo some love as well, too. But also my other up, my man Ronaldinho is out of jail, y'all. Yeah. My man, my man Ronaldinho is out, baby. <laughs> bip, 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 bip. Pop the bottles. <laughs> oh, man. But you know what? <laughs> it wasn't enough time for me to get a free Ronaldinho shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we got, I still feel like that still needs to be made, a free Ronaldinho shirt. Honestly, I think we should make like the super elusive prison cut, you know, edition. Whatever their logo is, whatever their colors are, and they just like go off the rip. Greg, go out there and listen. Yeah, I'm Carlin. I hear you. I hear you. Sounds like a limited run. Yeah, limited run. Get it while you can. Because it's going to leave your ass behind. That's, that's all you got, Coach? Was that, was that two? Yeah. Oz Pizza and Ringo Pizza. And Ronaldinho out. All right. Greg, Greg is home with some pockets. Nice Greg. Oz Pizza right now, man. Rob? Yeah, shut up. Let me get the, 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 the down out of the way. Uh, like everybody's been saying, the, um, the, the, this pandemic's been affecting everyone in some type of way, whether it's, you know, friends, family, uh, uh, supporter families, uh, supporter groups and, and everything. Um, I know um, we, uh, a member of Footy Mob uh, passed away a couple weeks back uh, from uh, COVID-19. And just as of last week, I actually lost my job because of uh of this, you know, I, I thought that everything was going to be good, you know, jumping into the new job. It turns out, I guess things weren't stable. So, yeah, I'm, I'm back out on the on the on the job hunt, uh, you know, trying to see like what else is out there given um, this because you have like record numbers filing for unemployment. That means record numbers looking for jobs. So, you know, hopefully you know, those of you have, that have been affected uh, by this, and you know, you're not working as much as you used to, or not working at all. You know, everybody, you know, keep your head up um, during all this, because yeah, it's, it's a lot of uncertainty right now, and there's no telling like how this is all going to look once you know we get to some bit of a uh, normalcy and everything. Um, uh, on the upside, uh, of course, like Rashad said, the judges are finally about to happen. We. I've been talking about this for the past few weeks and months now. We, we've been working on this for the better part of of a year, uh, trying to get this together. Of course, you know, shout out to Rashad and Vera and um, Adam from uh, Clubhouse Athletic to, uh, you know, get this to where we wanted to go. Um, I know we had, uh, I had teased a little bit on our, on our last IG Live. Matter of fact, we can do that again. Um, real soon, uh, get back on Instagram Live and everything. But um, but yeah, like this has been a real labor of love. I can get, I can already give y'all a heads up. The jerseys are going to be sixty bucks. Um, and uh, of course, uh, for those of you who want to get the jerseys personalized, 
uh, just like how we do with our name sets and everything. Uh, we'll be making that available as well uh, for a special price uh, while we do our um, our pre-orders for, uh, for the website, uh, for, the, for the jerseys and everything. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. It'll probably drop right, right at the same time as this week's uh, this this episode will be dropping. So you'll definitely see it on the socials. You'll definitely see it um, on the um, you know whatever we can as far as um, hyping this up. You know, definitely you know as I always say on, on our socials, share that shit. You know whether it's you know your your socials. You know retweet it, share it in your stories, all that shit. Like you know help help us get the word out so that way. You know while we're all trying to deal with this. You actually get some, get some nice drip um, during all this. So uh, shout out to that. Um, and then uh, what else did I have? Um, there was something else, but yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Definitely look out for that, for that Jersey. And Oh yeah. Shout out to uh tiger supporters group out in LA. Uh their um one of their members um had um had a death in the family from uh, COVID nineteen out actually back out in Korea. For those of you who don't know, Tigers is a uh they specialized and they kind of devote their group towards uh the Korean community out out in LA. And um what they did was uh, they had a, a sale for their newest scarf and to help uh help raise money for their, um, their family member who lost their father out in Korea. So shout out to them. Yeah, the scarf is absolutely gorgeous as fuck. Um, so yeah, definitely a uh, shout out to uh, um, the fam out there. And, um, you know, just trying to help out, you know, everybody in need. And, you know, that's really all I got. Um, what else we uh, got up in here, man? Um, I say, can I, can I drop another plug for some people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, since we talked about it today, uh, earlier today offline, um, Featherstones has dropped a new T-shirt that uh, proceeds are going to help um, the YWCA Madison youth. Um, so their um, information is on our Twitter as far as that shirt release. So that's uh, another project that's helping the communities out, you know, helping our brothers and sisters out there. So, go check that shirt out. It's it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. But yeah, um, you know, of course, our bad about about the Q and A's. Um, like I said, I, I got sidetracked with, um, like I said, with all all the job shit um, to to get the questions out there. But yeah, make sure next week we'll definitely. Uh, uh, get the Q and A's in, so definitely uh, reach out to us on this on the socials of FTCUTD, IG, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter. We're still on TikTok, even though some people have abused TikTok. We ain't naming no names here, though. But uh, but but yeah, we uh, definitely should us your questions. We definitely want to uh, hear back from you guys. First, make sure that you. Um, oh, my bad. Yo, hold up. Time out. Time out. Chick What's up, man? He was too busy mixing, man. He was too busy mixing. He was too busy mixing, man. I was too busy mixing. I was, he was maxing. You know, my bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I'm saying... Hey, Greg, man, hold your head up, bro. I was like, the, the shit you're doing for, for the culture, man, it's just you have to be able to translate that into different industries, man. Hold your head up. Take the talents that you're doing designing this shit, the production you're putting in this shit. Maybe marketing is where you need to look, bro. Like, you know, everything's going to be all right. Fuck this COVID shit, man. Keep your head up, bro. Don't go to the dark place, bro. Yeah, man. It ain't worth it, man. Stay strong, brother. Stay strong, man. Uh, I was going to give a tip, actually, for uh, anyone who's out there doing uh, the unemployment stuff. Uh, I am already, I'm there myself as well. Uh, just uh, when you go and do that, if you're in that uh, situation, try changing your up, uh, address or updating your address, and then they'll have to send you a confirmation form. So um, I did that, and I got a form in a couple of days. So hopefully... Uh, That'll be something that can help someone else out as well. 
Um, obviously, rolling into that uh, with an up going to be for me. Uh, just uh, still thankful to, uh, to have a job and, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of be, you know, I like, like, I don't know if I, you guys I heard earlier, I got 10 weeks on the countdown until I have a new, newborn baby. And, uh, yeah, just so thankful for everything I have. My family, I've been, uh, connecting recently with a lot of my, uh, my older aunts and, uh, just making sure that, you know, they're good down in Jacksonville and various parts of the Southeast, things like that. So I, I just implore everyone to uh, just continue to think about your, uh, your family and your friends, especially the, uh, the ones that are older and, uh, you know, make sure to check on, uh, check on everybody, man. Uh, keep your mental in a good place. Um, I'm down to Belarusian football. They're still playing. I cannot believe this nonsense, but they're uh, they're actually still playing football. The fans have protested ten of the sixteen teams in that league, and uh, they actually have mannequins in the stands. It's actually no, it's like, who put the teams in there at the mannequins? Like that shit's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's comical. So I guess there's a little bit of funny to that. FIFA's been doing it for twenty years, man. They were just like, yo, I got it. We we still have some from 1994. <laughs> but um, yo, Ringo, uh, drop that information that you dropped uh, last week about the uh, domestic violence. Like, so we actually got a lot of good feedback on that. So make sure you uh, 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 drop that for us real quick. All right, uh, the national. Uh, my bad. I wish you would have told me that in the uh, pre-production. Okay, here we go. So national. So the National Domestic Violence Hotline, you know, anybody that's going through anything, domestic violence can be physical as well as emotional and mental. So just because he or she is not laying their hands on you, they could be beating you up mentally and emotionally. So if you know somebody that's going through this situation, especially right now when you're stuck in the home and you can't get away from that person, um, you can anonymously reach out uh, via their phone number at 1-800-799-7233, or uh, you can go to the uh, hotline.org, and you'll be able to chat with a professional to help you get any help that you may need to get out of that situation. So uh, once again, like we make a lot of jokes on this show, but um, it's kind of one of the things that's not really funny to me is uh, domestic violence. So um, if you know anyone that's going through it, if you're going through it, man, you know, definitely reach out. The number, once again, is 1-800-799-7233. Cool, cool. But, yeah, definitely take care of yourself and each other. As always, you can catch us on the social media, FTC. U-T-D. Yeah. So we we, we, we got to figure out a way to do this. Uh, oh, oh, we're all wrong. Oh, but, yeah. Hold on, do that one more time. We're going to do it again? We're going to do it again? We're going to do it again. Oh, wait, I wasn't ready. TD. It's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Still not doing what was Snapchat during all this shit. Like, we got time for that kind of shit. But yes. We will be doing another uh, IG Live uh, soon. We're going to try to have you guys um, on, you know, that way you can talk to us and keep it, um, you know, you guys engaged with us and everything. So we'll be giving y'all details on that pretty soon. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, as always, keep washing your hands. Don't stop. And if you got a mask, wear that shit because that was that was my other down. Yo, don't take, don't take smiles for, for granted because – with everybody wearing masks right now, you know, if you get a good smile, appreciate that shit. That that's what I wanted to get uh make sure I got out. But yes. Uh you know, catch on the socials, you know, keep washing your hands, keep taking care of yourself and your family. But uh but yeah, yeah, keep your heads up and all that good shit. But um, <laughs> but uh but yes for, for Ringo. You wanna coach, know really killed Mufasa? What? Carol fucking Baskins. <laughs> that's who started COVID. Hey, that's what Sunderland is. Sunderland, did you die? It's like the English oh, tiger. 
But yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Other socials, yeah. We will see y'all soon. Yeah, stay safe out there. The coach is real. The coach is everywhere. We will catch y'all out there, and we out. Love you guys.